This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Kia ora koutou, no mai haere mai, welcome to Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever. Ko Taranaki te maunga, ko Kiriho te awa, no ngā motu ahau. Ke ACC ahe e mahi ana, ke Regional Injury Prevention Partner Taku Turanga Mahi, ko Riley McGregor Toku Ingoa. My name's Riley McGregor and I am born and raised here in Taranaki. I am currently employed as the Regional Injury Prevention Partner for ACC in Taranaki and Wanganui, based in New Plymouth, and I'm excited to be hosting Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever, a series of shows where I get to speak to riders about their bikes, gear, attitudes, and the Ride Forever course. Before I get started with my guest today, I wanted to provide you, the listeners, with some background information about Ride Forever, an ACC initiative aimed at giving riders sound information and access to training so they can make better choices. Ride Forever was first established in 2009 when it was identified that motorcycle sales were once again booming after a slower period through the 90s. What this resulted in was many more riders on the road who lacked recent riding experiences, therefore crashes, injuries and fatalities were all rising rapidly. It was also realised that conventional safety messaging and programmes did not resonate with the majority of riders. Motorcyclists accept the risks that came along with their passion. What this has evolved into is a world's first, a nationally available, officially certified, advanced rider training programme that has proven to reduce the incidence of riders having a crash by 27% and the associated claims cost by 45%. In other words, Ride Forever trained riders crash less often and the crashes they do have are on average less severe. Ride Forever coaches riders across the country to get the most out of their ride with more confidence, control and enjoyment. Kia you are with Riley McGregor from ACC here with Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever. It's our last episode today of, of this show. It's been a, a great four weeks having a chance to talk to some of our local Ride Forever trainers as well as our local riders. I've had the benefit of talking with Karen Bidwell from Cars and Bikes Limited, Ross Gratton from Two Bull Bikers, Lance Munro from Road Safe, and one of our local riders, Laurie Maddox. All of them there to talk to us about Ride Forever, their riding experiences, what they enjoy about riding, and their history of riding. It's been an awesome four weeks for me. Learning, I've learned a lot, and I hope you have too. Today's going to be a little bit different. I don't have anybody to interview today. I am here by my lonesome, and I just want to talk to you a little bit about what I've learned, and also things that I'd like to pass on as part of uh, the Ride Forever message. What I've learned as a non-rider is that riding motorcycles isn't just a mode of transport. It's not just a let's get from A to B. It's a passion. It's it's all about the freedom that it is that it feels like when you're out on your bike. And that's that's something that's really resonated with me. Because until you experience that yourself, us non-riders are never gonna fully understand what that feels like. But there's probably a lot of people out there that are wanting to go and 
get their bike or get their license or see their mates doing it, just like Laurie, his big brother, and, and jump on a bike and, and, and go for a ride and, and get that feeling, get that adrenaline rush. But there's some really important things to do before you make that step. One of them is choosing the right bike. There are so many different bikes on the market and they're designed for specific uses. How do you work out what bike is right for you? I go past lots of the local motorcycle stores. I have a chat with them around Ride Forever and other things and I look around at all these different bikes and I, I don't know what they do. How would I know walking into a shop what is right for me? First of all, you probably need to be honest about what kind of riding you're going to do, what your needs are going to be, and then choose those accordingly. There are adventure bikes that go off-road and on the road. There are sport bikes. There are big cruisers. What are you going to be using your bike for? Try before you buy it. Does it fit? Bigger is not always better, and that's where some of us men get a bit of an issue. We want to buy this big bike that's going to go real fast. But bigger is not always better. Bigger engines quite often come with more cost. Servicing costs more. Consumables such as tyres, chains, sprockets, brake pads, they cost more and they won't last as long. The insurance premiums are higher. They use way more gas and in the current, current market at over $3 a litre, do you really want to be spending more money on petrol? And then the registration costs more as well. For us new riders, there's, there's something called a lambs approved bike. I've heard it lots, but I didn't really fully understand what it meant. It's a learner-approved motorcycle safety scheme. Riders on learners and restricted licenses can ride any motorcycle under 250cc, except there, there is a list of prohibited, highly powerful machines. If you want to find a list of the LAMS-approved bikes, you can head to the Ride Forever website, www.rideforever.co.nz, and have a look. But one of the biggest things, one of the biggest messages that comes out, and this has come from conversations I've had with riders, with retailers, with some of the people you've heard on the show today, some of the, uh, some of the trainers, don't be swayed by the looks or the image of the bike. Make sure the bike that you choose makes you feel comfortable, and more importantly, makes you feel in control. Now that you've gone and spent some money on a bike, hopefully you didn't spend it all because also there's equipment that's really important that we use while we ride. Okay, first of all is that helmet. Open face helmets are significantly less safe than others. That should be obvious when 34, nearly 35% of all head impacts and crashes are to the chin area of the face. Helmets should be replaced every three to five years due to deterioration. Therefore, you should avoid buying a used helmet as you won't necessarily know whether anything has been compromised. Nothing will protect you better in a crash than leather gear with full armor. Make sure that jacket is a close fit to best keep the armor in place. I see heaps of riders out there just wearing their normal, um, their normal sneakers. Street footwear offers virtually no protection at all. So purpose-designed motorcycle boots are a must. And remember, a crash can happen at any time, often when you least expect it, so make sure you wear all the gear all the time. And while Ride Forever definitely keeps people more upright and has have less crashes, 
the best thing you can do to protect yourself is have the most appropriate gear. Right, I'm going to take a quick break. Join me on the other side. Every woman I meet, 
they all stay satisfied. I want to tell you, pretty baby, what I see, I'll make my own. And I'm here to tell you, honey, that I'm bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad. 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 Welcome back to Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever on Access Radio 104.4 FM. You are here with Riley McGregor from ACC, um, and I am here by myself today. If you weren't listening before the break, I just ran over some of the, uh, some of the information around buying a new bike or buying the right equipment. Um, and I just want to run over some stats, really, some data. Why, why does ACC invest so heavily in a program to keep riders... Uh, keep riders upright and not having those crashes. In 2017, the Motorcycle Safety Advisory Council put together a, a report on motorcycle safety, a single point of truth. Since the year 2000, motorcyclists have become an older group. The average age of both killed and injured riders has moved from around under 35 years to closer to 40 years of age. The percentage of injured riders for 40 plus years of age has risen from 26% to 45% and unfortunately the vast majority of motorcycle casualties are men. So the motorcyclists who are under the most risk are those that are either under 30 or over 40 years old. When we break it down a little bit further we can get a better understanding of what's causing these crashes. Over 50% of the accidents involving motorcycles do not have any alcohol or drugs, alcohol, drugs or speed, or speed involved. They are none of those things. In fact, 56% of motorcycle crashes have the motorcyclist as the primary as being primary responsible for that crash. In other in crashes with other road users, the other road user is more likely to be primarily responsible. The bike types in most fatal crashes were cruiser bikes and sports bikes. And bikes over 600cc are involved in 58% of fatal and serious injuries. On average, riders on bikes of 10,000ccs or more have around 13 times the risk of dying in a year than those on bikes up to 60cc, six times more risk than those riders on a 60 to 250cc, and two times more risk on those of those who ride 250 to 1000cc. So what that tells us is larger cc motorcycles dominate in open road injuries and fatalities. When we break it down even further and we look at the parts of the body that get injured the most, over 50% of those are areas that are most likely to be least protected. 
our limbs, our arms and our legs. Head injuries are relatively rare and, th and this is interesting, it probably indicates that helmets or effective helmets are working. And there is a really low rate of face injuries. And again, that comes back to the fact that full face helmets are the best way to stop facial injuries. So we would definitely recommend making sure you purchase the, the appropriate type of um, gear before you jump on a bike. If we look at ACC data, just for, lo uh, just for our region here, Taranaki, Our motorcycle injury rate is slowly coming down, but it's at the national average, meaning that prior to 2020, we were actually above the national average. In Stratford, it's, it's the Stratford district's actually doing the opposite. It was lower than the national average, and now it's increasing. It's going up more towards the national average. And in South Taranaki, it's similar to New Plymouth. It's sitting right around the national average of injuries per 100,000 people. And this is something that we're looking to address here in Taranaki by, offer, by promoting these courses and getting more people on the Ride Forever course. The 10 key points to take away from this motorcycle safety single point of truth is number one, that motorcycling has increased, particularly in older age groups. Some of that might be to do with COVID, with having a bit more expendable income, that people haven't been able to travel for the last few years and can actually go out and afford to go and buy some of these hobbies, things that they might not have done for 20 years, and jumping back on the road and, and thinking they can still do the same things that they did 15, 20 years ago. We know that rural crashes are more severe and urban crashes are more frequent. We know that older riders tend to own larger bikes and ride for recreation. They go out there and ride for fun as opposed to trying to get to work or using it as a commuting system. We know that motorcyclists who are under 30 and over 40 are more at risk. And that high-powered bikes with engines over 600cc are involved in the most fatal and serious injuries. Over half of fatal crashes do not involve alcohol, drugs or speed and that we know that safety gear works, so, so let's wear it. Rural crashes peak during warmer weather with improved conditions for rural riding. People are getting out and about and going further and at different speeds on their bikes. We also know that most motorcycle crashes occur between, night, sorry, between noon and 8pm and with a big weekend peak between noon and 4pm. We also know that being cautious at intersections and keeping your bike under control on the highway are two really important things to stop causing accidents. Ride Forever tries and attempts to overcome all of these obstacles. ACC is part of the government strategy of Road to Zero because travelling should be a safe activity. Going out and doing something fun on the road should be a safe activity. And one fatality or one serious injury is one too many for our community. Right, I'm going to take a quick break now, and on the other side, I'm going to give a little update around scooter survival and what that means and what, what you can do to get on a course. I look forward to talking to you soon.
Welcome back to Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever on Access Radio 104.4 FM. My name is Riley, I'm here from ACC and I am have been speaking for the last four, five shows about Ride Forever. I've interviewed different guests, I've talked about different parts of the program and different reasons why ACC fund uh, Ride Forever. One thing I haven't talked about is Ride Forever's little brother, Scooter Survival. As of October last year in 2021, there were 17,000 mopeds and scooters registered with Waka Kotahi around the country. So what is a moped or a, is it a motorcycle or what is it? Well, a moped has two wheels, but it has a maximum speed that doesn't exceed 50 kilometers an hour. And it either has an engine capacity not exceeding 50cc or a power source that's other than a piston engine. So it's one of those small step through motorcycles that it doesn't have, a lot of power to make it go any faster than 50, uh, 50 kilometres an hour. We see them a lot around with young students and other people commuting in, a, in our city centres. What a lot of people don't know about those scooters or scooters or mopeds is that yes, they have to be registered and licensed, but they don't have to have a warrant of fitness. It is the rider's responsibility to ensure that they're maintained to a warrantable standard. What that means is that we potentially have riders on the road on a vehicle that is not up to a safe standard. Last year, there were only 113 courses delivered nationwide of the scooter survival course. That equates to less than 1% of the motor, moped or scooter population taking the course. So what will someone get out of the course? Well, one, it only costs $20. That is very, very cheap. And it's a four hour course. What the rider can expect to get out of it is the skills and knowledge to deal confidently with urban traffic flows and riding situations. They'll get to understand road positioning to better see and probably more importantly to better be seen by other vehicles. There's also work, uh, information around braking skills and how to keep safe to make sure that you brake and stop properly. So if, if that's something you're interested in yourself or interested in getting your child or your um, your teenager involved with, then you can head to the Ride Forever um, website, www.rideforever.co.nz and sign up to a course on that website with one of our local providers. We're nearly at the end of the final show of Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever. Here's just a couple of points I want to make before I, before I wrap things up here. So one, if you're a motorcyclist and you've had your license for two years and you've done a Ride Forever Gold course, then you're entitled to the cashback off of the ACC run. What that means is you can show that, if you can prove that you've done your, your gold course, you can apply to get $100 off your registration this year and $100 off your registration for next year, putting money back in your pocket. Also, in, coming, in September, we have Motorcycle Awareness Month. 
there'll be multiple different events and activities and initiatives run throughout our community. Keep an eye open for those. Get involved. Come and meet some of the trainers. Come and meet some other riders. Come and meet me and have a chat around Ride Forever and what that might want to do for you. Lastly, I'd invite you to join the Ride Forever Facebook page. It's a way that you can connect with other motorcyclists in the motorcycling community, but also find different activities, different routes, and different competitions to be involved with through the Ride Forever group. Thanks for tuning in to Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever. If you've got questions or queries that you want answered, you can head along to rideforever.co.nz. Otherwise, we'll see you out on the road. Thank you for listening to today's show. I trust you enjoyed hearing from our guests about their motorcycling journey, experiences, and the Ride Forever course. If you want to listen to this show or any of the others in the Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever series, visit Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the Access Radio Taranaki website. To register yourself or a family member for a Ride Forever course, or just to learn more about Ride Forever, please head to our websites at www.rideforever.co.nz. You can also visit the Ride Forever Facebook page to keep up to date with all information and promotions. Thanks for listening. Kaki te. This show was first broadcast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM, thanks to New Zealand On Air.